Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And this show is the most lit show you'll ever hear on a Monday. Ah, I should not have told you that. I hate that phrase. Yep. Yep, I've got three more lits to get out, so. Lit was one of my favorite bands back in the day. I had their album. Uh-huh. Well, who didn't? I don't know. My mom? My mom didn't know well, that I had the album, otherwise she would have gotten rid of it. It's fair. <laughs> I, I see both sides of that argument. And and maybe I should have wrestled and got rid of it because I was my own worst enemy. That was their song, right? The... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, it's been a long time since I've thought of Lit in the sense of a musical performance. Was uh was completely miserable them as well? No clue. I wasn't really good with like, you know, album names or it was song lit. names. Miserable. Yeah. That's that one that's all you make me come. You make yeah. me complete. Yeah, I like that actually. That that's good. That was, it was yeah, a clever yeah. wordplay. It was. They they sounded a lot like Bowling for Soup and like the you like there's a bunch of groups. yeah they all sounded the same they sounded exactly <laughs> like I if you told me it was the same like singer on all of those bands kind of like funny. the Jack White of like Angry White Boys mm-hmm. I, I would I would have believed you I would have just said oh yeah yeah well I really enjoy a lot of his bands a lot of his bands yep that's funny. All right, so now but, that we've... Yeah, get, getting away from late 90s, early 2000s music. Okay. Uh, yeah, so do we want to jump into the news or... Ah, let's go more? just do Fantasy Movie League unless you want to change up the, the order of things. We can do Fantasy Movie League. That's yeah. fine. I'm winning. I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm willing to do that because I'm still winning overall. Yeah. And, I'm you only know, making that's, that's like you... five, gra- or five million up on people this week so yeah it was a very close one between top three i have to say um but when it comes to overall i'm winning by a lot i'm winning by 31 million actually almost 32 it's 31.9 million yeah i don't know all you got to do is forget to copy your thing over one weekend i I mean yeah all it takes (laughs) is one mess up but as long as i'm consistent at least picking and filling out my bracket I think I can at least keep it close enough. Yeah, that's possible. That, that doesn't become that much of an issue. How many weeks do we issue. have in this, this season? How many weeks are there total? This? Uh, we have, I think, six more. Oh, it's 14 weeks in total. Okay. Yeah, so and 14 we're weeks, weeks and we're so week six. We're not even so halfway we're almost, through. We're almost halfway. Okay. Um, I don't know. Let's see here. Eight weeks, thirty-one million. Well, I got to make up fifty-one million. Yeah, you got to make up fifty-one. Becca has to make up thirty-one, and your brother has to make up a billion. A billion. Yep. Um, and uh, let's see here. So, what's that breakdown to? I got to make up. Well, I got five million. That's not enough. I, gotta, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, yeah. You, I got to make you... up like, like uh, let's see here, six. I Six mean, and a half million every week to tie. To tie? To tie yeah. me, yeah. It's, it's and, maybe a little rougher than I thought it was. 
Yeah, you you have to. Not only do you have to make at least six six and a half million, I have to lose by at least you know that much, or I have to I have to lose by more than that from here on out. Yeah. Like, uh, like you basically have to get like first places and beat me by at least six million every week. Yeah. I mean, it's doable. It is very doable. Or like if I'd gotten the perfect Cineplex this week. Yeah, I I don't know why I didn't go for more Captain Marvel. I, don't I really just like, don't. I, I wasn't going to not get Shazam, but I was all like, I'm definitely getting two Captain Marvel. What are these people thinking? Yeah, I, I only did one, and I went against my morals, and I paid the price for that. I was like, oh, I was di- I was disappointed by how well Unplanned did last mm-hmm. week. And I was like, I guess it's going to carry over. It's gotten a lot of buzz. P- more people are going to go see it this week. And, I mean, a fair amount of people went and saw it. Um, it, it made $3.2 million this week, so. Yeah. But I just, I should have been like, no, I'm not going to do Unplanned. I actually had, I'd originally set out to being like, I'm not putting Unplanned at all in my brackets. Mm-mm. <laughs> Veto. I'll put all Medeas before I'll do Unplanned, but it's like, fine. I've, I've chosen movies I've hated before. It's not about that. It's not about the love of cinema. It's not so, about love. Tell me you looked at mine and went, oh, Gina's all in on Beach Bum again. I, I was actually surprised that you filled it up with Beach Bum. <laughs> uh because Beach Bum made half a million dollars this week, and it went down seventy one percent from last week. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you were really hoping it got best. Uh, it got it got best Cineplex if or it best, had, best yeah, but performer. No, I, I figured the money was in Captain Marvel, and it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Not only did it make a decent amount of money, but also it was best performer. So it got two extra million dollars on top of that. So not only did you get twelve million, you got an extra two million for each one in your Cineplex. So good, good strategy, good strategy, you know. Yeah, um, lucky draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I had one. Becca had one. Right. And that's what made it all tight, still. And like, if somebody else had taken two, they would have had like the same Cineplex, or you probably would have all just taken filled out the Gloria Bell. Instead of Beach Bum, because no one believes in Beach Bum like I do. <laughs> yes, you know, yes. Apparently. <laughs> Did you see it in theater? Have you seen it in theater in the last two I, weeks? I don't think my local theater has it. None do. None. Apparently this is the worst performing Matthew McConaughey movie in his entire career. Is it? Mm-hmm. Worst opening box office and everything. Uh Compared to every other thing that he's ever done in his entire movie making career, like if you're just making this up, if you no, no, that is that is actually a fact. This is the worst performing one, including independent movies, including other uh, out there stuff. This is the worst one that he's done. Like he did that Serenity movie that I don't think many people saw. More people saw it than Beach Bum. What? Yep. Okay. Even this, despite the fact that it was delayed by like a year or something, right? More people went and saw that than saw Beach Bum. That's just because they thought it was the uh, the Firefly movie again. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people turned in for that. 
Serenity? <gasps> oh, what's this? It's a slow bird thriller? Oh, come on, Matthew Goddard. <laughs> I think the few people that went and saw Beach Bum were expecting stoner humor. Yeah. Like a stoner comedy, and it is really not, apparently. Is it not? Okay. I mean, it's got some stoner comedy, but it's it's more of a... Uh, it's more like an opinion piece by the director. It's It's more artsy, I guess. It's trying to make a statement. And that statement is not smoke more weed. Okay. But it had Snoop Dogg. It did. And apparently he tricked actors to smoke real weed on the set. So, you know, you have that. But even that couldn't do it. Uh, And I think his character name was Lingerie. And Matthew McConaughey's character is like Moondog. (laughs) So that's their names. Yeah, Moondog is a fun-loving, pot-smoking, beer-drinking writer who lives his life on his own terms in Florida. All right then. And so that's that's the that's the that's the stinger. And yeah, it, it made uh, just half a million dollars. Now I don't know how much this movie cost. I don't think it could have cost too much. Like, like for all I know, it's made plenty of money to get that sequel. You know, Beach Bum Two. <laughs> Beach Bum Two. The bumming. Electric Bumbleow. <laughs> yes, that's much better. Um. But yeah, yeah, Beach Bum was was poor, and I'm very surprised that you went for it. It's because it was all I could afford, other than the cheap, cheap. Fair enough. I mean, the Mustang made more movie than Beach Bum. Okay. And it just looks like an awful movie. <laughs> like only people who own horses are going to see this movie. Okay. And it made uh, seven hundred and seventy-one thousand. But it okay. it probably won't even be available next week. Yeah, I, I would not. be surprised. I'd be very surprised. We got all sorts of mediocre movies coming next week. Yeah, but I think uh, I think Shazam, I think Captain Marvel, I think a couple other movies like that. Those will be the carryovers. You don't think Pet Cemetery? No. Okay. I mean, Pet Cemetery apparently only made twenty five million dollars. On its opening night or opening weekend, yeah, it'll probably drop um, like fifty percent. It'll still be worth like twelve. Yeah, it will. At. If it's it priced, will, what but was, what was uh, Captain Marvel us, priced at this week? I can't um, remember. See if I can figure that out. One thirty nine. Pet Cemetery was priced at three thirty four. If Pet Cemetery is priced at like one forty then it's probably worth it. But for an example, Us was 205 and it brought in $13 million, and it had about a 50% drop. Mm-hmm. So it brought in $13 million. Um, so I don't Eli know. <laughs> I and it, I think go with that, Captain Marvel. I, I just think that Us was a better movie, and it had more staying power, and Pet Cemetery. A lot of people are going to go see it this weekend, but I don't know, or last weekend, but I don't think a lot of people are going to keep coming back. Like it got a lot of mixed reviews. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It all right. It all really depends on how much it's priced at. All right, you ready to move on with the news? Yeah, let's get into the news. Let's lit it up. 
All right. Did that count? Was that cringy enough? Uh, maybe. Okay, two more. All right. So you start. Um, apparently, Big Bang Theory uh, has beat Cheers as the longest-running multi-camera sitcom. Okay. It it had 276 episodes, and apparently Cheers had 275. All right. So, congratulations, Big Bang Theory. You have a record. I have not watched this last week's episode yet. I haven't watched the last five seasons. So, right. You know. It's one of those things. Um, let's see here. I put in here, apparently uh, the Department of Justice is not on Steven Spielberg's side and is like giving the Oscars eyes saying that you can't lock Netflix out of it. That's that's very interesting. That's a very interesting stance to make. Yeah. Like the fact that they're actually coming out like that. Yeah, because, I mean, the thing is, this, even though it's, you know, highly televised and makes a lot of money, the Oscars are, uh, you know, the Academy Awards are an independent thing. It's not like this is, you know, it, it's one of those things that makes movies, I guess, a lot of money, but they can kind of say who is a, who can be in it and who can't. I guess. I mean, there's a lot of people that, you know, scoff at that, but it, it's, it is true, I mean. They can, they can technically say, you know, oh well, we're not letting any movies that are starring women in it. I suppose. I think a lot of people would, you know, yeah, be real pissed about that. But I, they could. I think they can legally just do that. I don't so know. I think the, somebody would sue. I yeah, it opens up them for for lawsuit, but also it's 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 opinion based. Yeah, I mean. The whole thing is, I, I mean, I don't think people would remain members of it. Yeah. If they did something like that, but I, I don't know. I think just them saying that you know streaming services don't shouldn't be allowed. I mean, I think that's that's an opinion they can have. I disagree with it, but I think it's one of those things that if they if they did that, it'd be like, well, that's disappointing. Right. It's kind of like Neil Gaiman winning. Um, winning an award for the best graphic novel and then they were moving the category the next year. Okay. Well, yeah, he, he won an award for Sandman. Um, it was like, a uh, Newberry, a pro, uh, Newberry award or something. It was some sort of book award mm-hmm. and they removed that category the next year. So he won the first and only chance at it. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Okay. Maybe they made it just for him. They probably did. That'd make a lot of sense. Um, but in other news, Captain Marvel it crosses the one billion mark, making it the highest-grossing female-led superhero movie. There's a lot of qualifiers there. <laughs> um, I, I read something earlier today that was like it. It passed up uh, Spider-Man Two. Ah, that makes sense. I say that's fair. I mean, it's not the highest grossing comic book movie, and it's not the highest grossing movie for sure. Right. But apparently, it's the it's the highest grossing female starring superhero movie, which means that it beat Wonder Woman. Yep. 
I mean, is, is there? Is 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 there one that I'm missing? Is there any that I'm missing? I, I mean, there's there's obviously like Jessica Jones and other things like that, but those aren't movies, and they also you know didn't bring in anywhere near a billion dollars. Um, but I mean, am I th- am I not thinking of something? I mean, Black Widow, when it comes out, will probably bring in something like that. If they do a standalone Wasp movie, it'll probably get somewhere close to that. If Than- if it turns out Thanos is gender neutral, then they will have won that. So, Captain Marvel has done more domestic than Black Panther? Really? I'm kind of surprised by that. Um... Got numbers to back that up? I'm trying to figure out. Let's see here. Uh, Black Panther did $645 million. Okay. Captain Marvel has done... Where'd that number go? Captain Marvel... Domestic box office maybe not this is 374 that's not right yeah I I don't I don't think it's past Black Panther oh I think Black Panther was like the highest grossing Marvel movie overseas than Black Panther did overseas that's okay that makes here. a lot more it sense was 645 that's... million overseas and Captain Marvel's done like 700 million Okay, that that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that's right. I, I think that's that's accurate. Yeah, it's done six sixty three. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's awesome. I think I think uh, Endgame is going to blow all of it out of the water. Yeah, probably. I I went to or my friend went to pre order some tickets for us. And the opening Thursday night was completely sold out, and the the website kept crashing. Yes, like, yeah. and he he had to get tickets for Friday, and um, and apparently, did you hear about the eBay thing? I didn't put this on the list, but did you hear no. about the eBay thing? Somebody auctioned off their tickets three days later for in game in a New York thing for around ten thousand dollars. What? And this is not opening night. They're you know they're decent seats apparently, but they've auctioned off their tickets for it was like nine thousand dollars. That's crazy, which is ridiculous because I mean you can see wait it. and see the movie yeah. at like noon on a Wednesday, for but no they're going they're going to be seeing it like I think it's like Saturday at this theater in New York and they paid t- nearly ten thousand dollars for two two tickets. That's crazy. And somebody's going to be sitting in their seats anyway. Right. Uh, excuse me, I paid $10,000 for your tickets. Well, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Call a manager. I'll move then. But yeah, so apparently that is something that has happened. That's crazy. Yep. Uh, moving on. Yeah. Uh John Cho is playing Spike in the live action Cowboy Bebop 
I am looking forward to this. I I am looking forward to this. I mean, I do have to say though, with an asterisk, that go just see the animated series. Just see the run. It's going to be better, better than the movie, but I think the movie's got a good chance of being good. Um, I don't know if it's supposed to be like taking place like somewhere in the storyline, or if it's supposed to be like a reboot kind of a thing. Or if it's you know alternate universe or what it's going to be doing or something, but this at least looks it seems like it's going to be a good movie. It's at least got a chance for being that, and I'd I'd love to see uh, Harold kicking ass as Spike Spiegel. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the the animated series? I've watched like four episodes. Okay, what do you think of it so far? Uh, it's been a while since I watched them now. But yeah, I, I kind of liked him. Uh, Becca didn't like it, so we haven't watched more. I haven't watched more. Because when I, I'm watching TV, I have to watch things with Becca. Otherwise, she kills me. Okay, that's fair. Death isn't good. It's a little too permanent for me. Um, But yeah, I it's one of those things that I watched it a long time ago on, like, I don't know. It was some sort of, like, Cartoon Network or something. It was like their, their Toonami thing or something mm-hmm. along those lines or... It was it was something along those lines. I watched it on that, and I rewatched it just a couple years ago. And it's one of the few ones that actually had aged well. Like there was a lot that I'd watched. Like I watched Trigun, and I don't know. There was Dragon Ball Z and Naruto, and like there was a few others. And it's like, wow, these are bad. They have not aged well. Their pacing's bad. Their writing's bad. But Cowboy Bebop, I think it stands the test of time. And so I still question exactly why it's being made, but I'm 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 happy that it's being made. All right. It's one of those things. If I was a producer, I don't think I would have invest money. Yeah. I don't know. But, but I I do appreciate that somebody is spending money on it, and apparently enough money to get like a decent cast. Yeah. Um, in other casting news, Amy Adams is now billed to star in Hillbilly Eulogy, which is a big book that came out a couple of years ago. I'm not familiar with this. Um, it was just a big book. It's uh, like inside. It was very popular. No, oh. like it was very popular. <laughs> I, I don't think it was like an Oprah list, but it was like one of the top sellers like a couple of years ago. Um, but Sarah will be really excited because she read the book. Um, it's one of those books that like causes a lot of discussion. It's not necessarily a good book, but it it at least causes you to like think about things. Um, and she's a big fan of Amy Adams, so she'll be real excited about this. If she ever listens to this podcast, she will. Oh, uh, she actually was in a conversation at her work, and they're asking her questions about movies. She's like, "Your husband sees a lot of movies, you know? Does he recommend seeing? I think it was Battle Angel Alita. Like, does does oh, okay. he recommend seeing that?" And she's all like, I could ask him about it. He actually does a podcast. And they're like, well, what? And they said, well, what's the name of his podcast? We could look it up. And she's like, I really have no clue. I, I have no idea. <laughs> and she's like, I am a horrible, horrible wife. I admit to this right now. <laughs> but I have, I have never listened to it, and I have no idea what it's talking. It's, it's something like talking trash or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we we could have gotten an extra listener. So if she ever recommends this. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It, it is. It's it's funny and it makes me cry a little. <laughs> oh, well, both our listeners are going to laugh. They will. They will. The one that speaks English might actually get the joke. 
that Mongolian one. I, I hope he speaks English. There, I, I'm sorry, they. Also one I hope in they India. speak English. Oh, and okay, that's great. That's fantastic. So we're 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 a worldwide sensation with yep. four people, and it technically goes around the world. So, <laughs> so we we have we have a followership. So good stuff there. Good talking. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that was that was a, a little a little tearful moment that happened recently. <laughs> but anyway, so if Sarah ever does actually listen to this, she'll be excited to hear this news. Um, and other casting news: apparently, Idris Elba is not. Re, uh, they're not remaking it, and he is not playing Deadshot. Okay, he's being cast as some unknown character currently, um, and they didn't want to. Ba- basically, they um, uh, James Gunn did not want to piss off Will Smith by recasting his character. They want to leave it open that he can come back as the series goes. And it plays out lore-wise because a lot of the missions, you'd have different people in them. Like, usually Deadshot was a very consistent person in the Suicide Squad comics. But you'd get, like, different teams all the time. Okay. Based upon the skill skill set, what they need to do, and at what point they were going to double-cross each other. Yeah. And But apparently, um, Idris Elba is going to be playing some new character. I think it's going to be Bronze Tiger. Which you've never read the comic book, so you have no idea who that is. Yep, nope. But he is essentially like in the DC universe. He is the he is the best martial artist in the universe. Like he has studied them all. He actually could beat Batman when it comes to like hand to hand combat. But also, he's basically Batman. Like he's a good guy. Um, he was a vigilante. He doesn't hurt innocent people. But the difference between him and Batman is that he gets caught and sent to jail. Okay. And Suicide like Squad is his. Be. Like, yeah, it's it's basically if Batman got picked up by the cops during one of his missions and prosecuted and sent to jail, is essentially what the Bronze Tiger is, and that's who I think that Idris Elba is playing. And you get a lot of conflict in the sense that he's playing with villains, like people that he literally fought to try to get them sent to jail, and he's doing this so that he can, you know, get time off of his sentence and get back out there to fight actual crime and all this and that. So that's my that's my theory on who he's going to be playing. Okay. Uh, but apparently also uh, Margot Robbie, Jai Courtney and Viola Davis are all still cast. They're all play- returning to play their same characters. So okay. uh, Captain Boomerang, Harley Quinn and Amanda Waller are going to be the same actors. Okay. So this isn't technically a reboot. It's It's a sequel. But it's a new director, and it's not going to have Will Smith. And lore-wise, it still plays out. Okay. Um, but yeah, they've all been announced to be coming back, So, which is kind of surprising seeing how at the end of Suicide Squad, Joker busted out Harley. So not only does he bust her out, he busts her out badly so that she gets arrested again. I wouldn't be surprised if it's just a cameo. Because okay. she's also going to be in the Birds of Prey, which is the like the female villain movie, going to be coming out soon, and so that means that she will have to be. She just broke out of jail. She'll have to be rearrested, do a Suicide Squad, break out, and do the Birds of Prey, which is not impossible, but it just doesn't quite make sense timeline wise. I think it'll just be a cameo. Okay. Uh, well- um. 
We already talked about Shazam. It made fifty three million dollars box office this last weekend, so it did pretty good mm-hmm. uh, for Disney uh, for a DC movie. I think that it 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 was fair. It competed pretty well, um, and we can talk about that later when we get into the what we've been watching. Um, Pet Cemetery did twenty five million, and I, I want to talk spoiler talk for a minute, which okay. could contain spoilers about Shazam. All right. Uh, how do you define a spoiler? Um. Is something impactful to the storyline that you didn't know? I think that talking, like, I, I think in a little way, even if you talk about, like, oh, spoilers for this movie, it's in a way a spoiler. But I think that if it's anything that's not in the trailer or not in the lore, if it's, like, based upon, let's say, a book or a comic book or, let's say, the Titanic, mm-hmm. it's not a spoiler to say that the Titanic sank. Okay. It's one of those things. It's it's you know it's a historical fact. If it's in the trailer and it shows a big ship going down, that's a spoiler, right? If you say Rose goes back to the same location and throws the heart, the diamond, back into the ocean, that's a spoiler, right? Yeah. And I think if you put up a post saying like you won't believe what the old lady did with the diamond at the end of the movie. That's a spoiler because it implies that she has the diamond by the end of the movie. Right. Yeah, and that, that she does sense. something with it. Well, I saw a spoiler, or at least it was a it was a headline. And so, once again, spoilers for Shazam. So you might want to skip ahead 30 seconds or whatever. Um, but the spoiler said or the the headline said, Is Shazam the first gay DC character? Is that a thing? No. No? No. Okay, because it's like, if that's the headline, and if that is the case, then that is very frustrating. He's not... There's nothing sexuality in the movie. I I kind of figured that, but apparently some people are gleaning that, and they're saying they beat Marvel to the punch. All right, so hold on. People are going to be skipping ahead to this point. I can't believe they killed him in the first 15 minutes. (laughs) I mean, the movie is titled Shazam. Wait, no. They never mind. <laughs> I I could spoiler the movie now. You could you could. Okay. Uh I mean you can. I'd be a little pissed, but you know, let's let's go ahead and do this. So, uh, how familiar are you with Shazam as a like the lore-wise? Yeah. I mean, uh Billy I mean, Batson in this one this is, is a little this kid. This is in the 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 trailer like yeah, it's all like say my name. What's your name? Shazam's the the, yeah, Shazam is the, the wizard, wizard that guy. gives him his power. Yeah, yeah Shazam, yeah, yeah. and it stands for uh, like Solomon, uh, Atlas, uh, Mercury, Zeus. Zeus. Like it's it's a combination of a bunch of like the Greek gods and everything. Okay. But yeah, in in the in the comic books and everything, it's Billy Batson. It's a kid, and he says it, and he becomes this person who, in the DC universe, rivals Superman power wise. Right, like he can actually go toe to toe and beat the shit out of Bat or Superman. Um, and in the comic books, Superman even thought that he was a lost Kryptonian. Like he thought that he was, you know, a person from his home planet until they found out that it's just this kid. And he says all these childish things, but, uh, in later ones, they actually make it. So it's a series, like it's all of his foster siblings Mm -hmm. are all like, he, he has the strength of Atlas or something like that. One of his, uh, one of his foster siblings has the knowledge of, Solomon, one of them has the speed of Hermes or something okay. along those lines. 
and all of them have to be together, and they all come together to form Shazam. Like it's it's like a, okay. it's like a Captain Planet kind of a thing, and that's in some of the comic books. But I realized they they went ahead and cut that out, and it's just about this one kid and this one kid's abilities. Sort of. So so they they kill Shazam. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's they he gives them his powers. Yes. So yeah, I guess technically me saying they kill him after the first ten minutes was a spoiler. <laughs> My bad. My bad. But once again, if you're aware of the comic books, this is not actually a spoiler. So, okay. um, is the villain Black Adam? Uh, no. Okay, because in the comic books, he's he's basically like Shazam. He's like Nega Shazam. Oh, yeah, he's like. I don't know who. I don't know who Black Adam is. Okay, that's just the name of the character in the comic book. But no, like the the villain is, I mean, his powers are like the opposite of Shazam. Like, oh, and also, I guess technically he can also go toe to toe with Superman because Superman is weak to magic. That's another thing that's in the comic books. Like he's weak to he's weak to kryptonite, but also he's weak to magic. Like his powers don't hold up strong against them. Okay. So a lot of the magic users can get the one up on Superman, and because uh, Shazam's powers are magic based, that's that's how he's how that's how he's able to beat him from time to time. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, I just I I think that if you do a headline like that, it's just being a dick, and it's it's like saying like you know how Thanos won at the end of Infinity Wars, or I... you know. Thanos kills half the population, you know, just in the title. And it's just one of those things that I feel as though it's, it's one clickbaity and I don't even do that kind of stuff. Uh, But the other thing is, is that it's just, I think that you shouldn't say anything other than go see the movie or don't go see the movie in the first like 48 hours of seeing like of, of the release of a big movie. Maybe. I don't know. And if we're talking about gay it, superheroes, then Captain Marvel's closer than Shazam. Ah, uh, maybe. She didn't seem to express any kind of sexuality one way or another. Right. Neither does Shazam. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, there have been a couple gay superheroes. Um, I think Lone Star is the only one that I can think of, but he's not necessarily been done well. He's a gay cowboy. Mm-hmm. Um... But there, uh, I guess there have obviously been others. I just can't think of any. Um, I don't know. But I, I, I just read think an that article about how there was there was no uh, love interest in uh, Captain Marvel, and how they never even thought about putting one in. Yeah, uh, stories don't need one, not right. always. And, and so there's not one in Shazam either. Yeah, and which I kind of I... thought there would be the way. Yeah, know. yeah. You could see like him trying to, you know, date like a older woman or something, like his teacher or something. Right. Yeah. Pulling a big on her. All right. Which is a is, which is a very dirty and disturbing movie if you think of it. The <laughs> fact of like she has a relationship with a thirteen year old mm-hmm. for most of that movie. Yep. But anyway, so we we can go ahead and move on. I just think that if if you say, "Oh, I saw Suzanne," you can say. Oh yeah, go see it. It's good. Or 
Uh, don't go see. I, I, I mean, it just depends. I wouldn't go see it again. But if people are like, "Oh, what did you like about it?" Then you can go into more specifics. Okay. You know? Yeah. I, I just think you need to keep things vague in like your posts or uh, your conversation or anything. If you're talking about like a big blockbuster movie, I mean, if you're talking about something like, let's take Titanic for example. If somebody's like, "Oh, I went to see Titanic," it's like, "Oh, did you like it? Yeah, it's really good and really changed pace after the boat sank." I think you could just say that because. It's like, right, because everyone knows. People are going to know. You know, if you're doing a movie about Hitler, it's like, oh yeah, he killed a lot of Jews in that. <laughs> that's, right. that's one of those things that you know you could just say because it's a historical fact. You know, right, Attila then. the Hun. Oh, he. You know, they built the Great Wall of China to keep him out. I'm trying to take it less, you know, racist. Um, uh-huh. About historical <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of racist stuff throughout history. That's all that's coming to my mind right now. Um, oh, Neil Armstrong, you know, you talk about Neil Armstrong, it's like, oh yeah, when he, you know, first stepped on the moon and how the aliens showed up and it's like, get off my lawn. Yeah, everyone knows It's historical fact. All right, we're ready to move on to some new releases? Yeah, after an awkward pause. All right, so quickly, uh, Netflix has, uh, some new shows coming. Uh, there's Black Summer. I can't even... Yeah, I can't even read that now after the last statement I made. <laughs> uh, Black Summer is a... Uh, I, I forgot a letter in my in my notes here. It's a you did. Prequel. It's a nation prequel. Okay, I don't know what a nation is, but... Uh, okay, so Z Nation. Okay, I watched... Show. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes of that. It's it's more like a comical version of The Walking Dead. Okay, like it's uh, it's not as it's not as serious when Black it comes Summer to Black Summer does not look comical. I mean, so, I don't think Z Nation is necessarily a comedy. It's just there's more comical things that can happen. Okay. Like you get more absurd characters and it's it plays out probably more like a um oh, what was that? What was that video game where the guy's like trapped in a mall and he's taking pictures of zombies? Like Dead Rising, is that yeah, it? Yeah. Where it's it's more like the villains in that, like people that show up in that. It's like you know a supercharged intelligent zombie or a cook that has been cannibalizing people, or you know just things like that. Okay. So it just it just strikes me as more than that. And like I said, I only watched a couple episodes, so there might be a big tone shift at some point. But okay, so a black uh, Black Summer is a Z Nation prequel. Yes, and uh, it's like okay. as uh, the zombie outbreak happens okay yeah because it's in full force i think when right. z nation starts uh let's see they've also got a show called huge in france uh i feel i feel as though a, i'd be pretty huge in france i'm a big guy <laughs> it stars a uh, french comedian who uh in the in the in the show uh is um is moving to los angeles to spend time with his son Okay. Uh, like, I guess he finds no. out he has a son or something like that. And okay, and so nobody's heard of him? And nobody's heard of him, yes. Okay. But he's huge I'm, in I'm huge in France. Yeah. Okay. I, I get it. That, that's an interesting premise. Uh, then there's uh, Special. Okay. Uh, special is uh, about a guy who um, has uh, cerebral palsy. Okay. 
and uh, there's something else. Uh, but it, it's it's based on a true story and stars the guy from the true story. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, in general, I mean, you don't necessarily get the best actors when you do that. Seems um, all right. I don't know, like when, uh, when what's his face Clint Eastwood did that movie about the terrorist attack on the train, and he cast the actual soldiers. Yeah, it, it's one of those things. Like it's it's very good that they cast them, but you know, you could have just put them in a minor role as like an appearance, a cameo, and you actually got actors that are capable of acting and emoting. Rather than people that you know live this experience, right? And I don't is, know. I kind is, of feel this is, way about is that. Is much more physically functional than some people with cerebral palsy. Like he just oh, I'm, a I'm not talking about I'm not talking about his his you know things along those lines. Uh, I was just talking about like the actors, like the ability to oh, act, the like, ability to act. Yeah, uh, not not physically act, just uh, well, I mean, it's a comedy, and he's clumsy because of things and. It's it's physical comedy as well, so, um, yeah, it seems like the trailer seems okay. Yeah, I mean, I've got no issue of like casting somebody like um, like with speechless and everything. How they, I think the actor was actually mute. Okay. And I've got no issue with that and everything, but he was also capable of you know performing and emoting at the right times, right. In the right ways. And you don't get that from necessarily every person that the story is based yeah, on. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but yeah, I, I give the benefit of the doubt. Um, let's see here. That, that show is also produced by uh, Jim Parsons, if that makes any difference. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see here. There's uh, No Good Nick, um, which oddly comes out on a Monday, mm. uh, which is different for... Netflix. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Netflix stuff. I mean, that's that's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they might be just trying something new. I, yeah. I don't think that necessarily means it's either good or bad. It's it's not like a movie dropping in February. Um, it's about like a, a kid that's up to no good, uh, but it stars oh, really? uh, Sean Is Astin his name? and um, Melissa Joan Hart as like the okay. Parents. Okay, that's interesting. What else is Melissa Joan Hart? Has she done much of anything? Uh, man, I saw something recently that had her, but I can't think of. What was it, it was. Cl- Cl- Clarissa Explains It All? No, that's not recently at all. Um, Hello, Clarissa. Hello, Clarissa. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking at her IMDb to see what it was. Oh, there was there's the Melissa and Joey TV series. That's what that was five years. <laughs> that went for five years. Yeah. Wow, good for them. Um. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was a Christmas movie thing that a very nutty Christmas maybe that I saw. Okay. Her in. Is I she one of those uber Christians? I, I don't know. Like the Camerons or something? Right? Like those people? No, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't think she's... I, I never thought that she was quite at their level, but... I mean... I she, mean, she played a witch yeah, for like... Yeah, yeah, that's where I was 20 years. 
Yeah. I, I guess not. I guess not. I mean, I've always liked her. I think that she's a decent actor. But I've not seen anything that she's... Like, I didn't see... I was aware of Melissa and Joey, but I don't think I watched a single episode or saw a single trailer for it. Right. Me either. So, you know, good for her. <laughs> that sounds interesting just for the casting. Uh, let's see here. And then... The, there's also you versus wild. Nice. Are you I'm pretty good against wild. No, I'm completely unaware. All right. Uh, what do you think? Is it, it is? choose your own adventure? Yes. Okay. It's like it's 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 either got to be a choose your own adventure or it's a reality show where they just drop uh, just random strangers into the wild. They kidnap people. <laughs> no. And Bear Grylls is there. It's like, oh, you're right. Fucked. <laughs> this is what you're going to do to survive. Gives him a twenty-minute briefing before he pushes him out of a of a helicopter into a lake. I hope every option in this is drink my own urine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's always like option C. Yes, and you do it more than three times, you've died. <laughs> They've been doing actually a fair amount of these choose your own adventure things. My kids really like them. I've never seen one that's more geared towards adults. Uh, there was Bandersnatch. Was oh, that's right. I never watched that. Yeah, it's Black Mirror. So yeah, get... it is Black Mirror, and I was I was kind of done with that. I, <laughs> I remember hearing actually about that, and I thought, ah, that might bring me back. But apparently, you have to watch it like thirty times to get every possible path. Yeah, and I am completely unwilling to do that. I makes sense. You know, I, I maybe two or three, or you get like if you watch it more than twice, you get an option to just unlock like a stream of things. But apparently, you had to watch it like thirty times to get all of the paths and endings and everything. But I don't know when it comes to like you versus wild. It sounds it sounds like something that I actually probably would play with a, a few times. Yeah, a few I, different I, I scenarios. How many scenarios there's going to be where like. You pick it, and then they just show Bear Grylls like laying there dead. <laughs> I'm cool with that too. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I mean, if it's if it's a little more tongue in cheek, I'm cool with that. I always like choose your own adventures, like as a kid. Yeah. So I'm glad that we've got an option to do something like that with a more visual medium. You you did hear that Netflix got sued for using the term "choose your own adventure," right? That is a copyrighted term. Yep. I had no idea. Who owns that? Like whoever owned the books, the the publishing company or yeah. whatever. Well, I guess that's probably why nobody's come out with anything else. Like there, there's board games that are choose your own adventure that are from the same people who did the books. Really? Yep. But huh? Yeah. No, apparently they're litigious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you have to. You got to protect your copyright. I get that. I just didn't think you could choose, like... I, I didn't realize you can copyright having options. No, it's just the phrase, choose your own adventure. Okay. Okay, that's that's fair. So what is what is Netflix calling this, I don't know. this medium? I don't know. Okay. Ooh, choose your own campaign. Could be. Choose your own... Choose your own... Oh, wait, no. Uh, join an adventure. Go on an adventure. Uh, choice your own adventure. Just go com- grammatically <laughs> correct. Choice your own adventure. 
Uh, they're calling it an interactive format. Interactive. Okay, that's that's fair. That's descriptive enough. We all know what they mean. Yep. I just... Oh, ooh, they can call it, you will die in this. You will die in this. Yes. Okay, so... Uh, that's coming to Netflix. Uh, Amazon has Bug Diaries. Um, which is a kid's book, kid's series. Is it um, documentary style? No. It's oh, okay. like animated, like... Okay, gotcha. Spiders and worms and things. Ba- bears, oh my. Yes. It may even be like too young for like your kids. Yeah, there's been a few things they've come out with lately, and it's it's very much for like toddlers and yeah. Like, we watched something. It was like Chuhu on Netflix or something, and it's it's on the cusp where it's a little too young for Violet. It's definitely too young for ZZ. Mm-hmm. And Violet enjoys it. Like she she's enjoyed things like that. She enjoys some things where it's you know numbers and colors and. Like Blue's Clues, you know, she's able to figure it out by the second item, you know. Right. It's it's just one of those things. It makes her feel proud. She's she's just one of those things that she she enjoys some pre K stuff. Yeah. Uh. Oh, there's also a, I di- I didn't put it on here because I thought there was going to be more things, but there there's less things than I expected. Mm. Uh, there's a uh, another Super Monsters. Like music thing? Uh, no, it's not a music thing. It's another like, like uh, uh, a special. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. For forever friends. <laughs> F-U-R- Super monsters. Ever forever friends. E ever is what. Oh, I Oh, good. Said. It's probably about another werewolf or something. Forever friends. Yeah, I mean the 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 super monsters—they're not bad. It's mm-hmm. it's not an awful series. It just—I mean, it's it's making monsters more playful and funny as opposed to monsters, right? Like it's it's like a, a more kid version of Hotel Transylvania. Okay. Like that's that's basically what they are. All right. So um, that's it as far as like TV goes. Really, there's not there's nothing else. Um, there's some streaming movies, uh, and they're both rom-coms from Netflix. Uh, one's okay. The Perfect Date, and, uh, it's about a guy who, uh, is saving money for college and sets up an app where he goes out on, like, dates with women who, like, pay him to, uh, put on whatever persona they want. Uh. Okay. And then um, uh, Someone Great is about, uh, like, a a woman who gets a job cross-country and breaks up with her boyfriend of, like, I don't know, like, six years or something like that to go. Because instead of doing long distance, they decide to break up. Okay. And before she goes, they have, like, her and her friends have, like, one night of... I don't know, party or whatever they do. Fair enough. And, uh, yeah. So those, those two movies. Um, 
I don't know. Uh, so that's as far as like streaming movies goes. Uh, so let's, let's dive into some theater movies. And okay. Talk some uh, fantasy movie league. Yeah, uh, I think the the big one is going to be Hellboy. I think yep. that's going to be. Uh, I I don't necessarily know how well it's going to do, but I think it's probably going to beat out everything that's currently on it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it depends on how they price Missing Link. I think I think Missing Link can be okay. I really have no idea what Missing Link is, other than it's. Uh, it's the one with Hugh Jackman playing, um, I think Hugh Jackman plays the, like, the nature guy that, uh, runs into, like, a Sasquatch, and he's the, like, Bigfoot, he's the last one, and then he's taking him to meet the Yetis. Hugh Jackman is basically Steve Irwin? Is that kind of how it works out to be? Maybe. Like, is he going to say, oh, crikey, there's a Bigfoot? No, I don't think so. Oh, that's a lost opportunity. I mean, he's Australian and everything. He can do the accent without it being, you know, an affectation. I think that's who he plays. Um, uh, according to IMDb, it's Zoe Zaldana, Timothy Oliphant, Hugh Jackman, and Emma Thompson are the top build people. Okay. I've just, I've just yeah, not Hugh seen Jackman this advertised much at all. Frost. So, yes, he definitely plays the, like, the naturist. Okay, cool. I That's mean, Hellboy lore. is uh, Hellboy is apparently a rated R two hour movie, and Missing Link is PG. So I mean, it's going to split the whole like you know family film versus right, you know, uh, hardcore. And I'm actually when I found out that it's rated R, I'm much more interested in Hellboy now, right, than I was a little bit before. To me, the David Harbor's makeup doesn't look good, like the. The CGI looks crap, and the story doesn't sound that good. But I, I am much more in favor of a rated R comic book movie, just because you know nudity and violence. Right. Yeah. And I like my f bombs, like I like my women. Incredible. Fucking present. Fucking present. <laughs> Fucking present. Okay. And then also uh, coming out. Uh, that week, this weekend, is uh, Little. Yeah, I've not heard of this at all. It is the opposite of Big. Okay, so an adult... So, 13 going on 30. No, no, no. No, this is 30 no. going on 13. No, what was the Zac Afron one? Oh, 17 again. 17 again. So basically 17 again. Uh, except younger. Okay. Like 13. So, is it time travel, or is it... Just uh, becoming a kid. It is just becoming a kid. It is okay. Okay, so there's the like bossy woman in a job, and her assistant, and like there's a kid in the office that's all like talking to the bossy woman and is all like, "Why are you so big and bossy?" And she's all like, "Cause I'm big and I'm rich and I'm," and the the kid's all like, "Oh, well, you should be like me. You should be little." And, okay. And then the next morning she wakes up and she's 13. So she's cursed. So, because we were just talking about Big and how creepy the relationships uh-huh. were in that. And there's also, like, a scene where she's all, like, hitting on her teacher because she's getting forced to go to school. Of course. Of, of course. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and so that's something that's just yucky. It's, like, never been kissed. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I mean, I mean, in 17 again, they addressed that, too, like... 
Wasn't it his own daughter was trying to hit on him? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he kept trying to hit on his like his his ex wife or wife or yeah his ex wife you know something like that. And he's this creepy seventeen year old kid who's incredibly I mean Zach Efron you know incredibly attractive right yeah yeah everything along those lines. So okay, I figured we were kind of past a movie like this getting made anymore. Who's who's in it? Um, I don't know. Nobody I knew. Um, it's uh, let's see here. Uh, Regina Hall. I'm not sure I know her. Uh, I know her name. It sounds familiar. Uh, Is there it, any other any other people? And then um, uh, Issa Rae. I, I don't know. The, oh, Issa Rae. Yeah. yeah, she's she's good and secure. She's got an HBO series that's pretty popular. Okay. Yeah, she's really good. She's a really good writer and actor and stand up. Um, actress like her her comedy her her um her delivery and her timing is really good. Okay. Well, she plays the assistant. That makes sense. I was about to say, I can't really see her being like at the very beginning and becoming a kid. Because basically in these kind of movies, it's like, okay, we're going to cast a person and we're going to get rid of them for 90% of the movie. Right. Yeah, like... Uh... Oh, I, I looked it up. Okay, so uh, Regina Hall, she's in the scary movies. Uh-huh. And Blackish. Okay. I've heard nothing but good things. I've never actually watched much Blackish. I've caught maybe an episode or two. And it's it's been good what I have seen, yeah. but okay, cool. That that actually might be good. And apparently the the girl that plays the younger version of her is also in Blackish. Okay, that's fitting. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, anything else coming out that week? Um, I think High Life is coming out. Are you aware of that? Uh, no. It's Robert Pattinson. Um, no, I, there was a whole list of movies that I didn't know, so I didn't put things on. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, Robert Pattinson... He's, his career's not exactly taken off as well as what I think he was hoping it would. So it makes sense that you wouldn't have heard of it. Um, but I think it's it's about like a... I, I probably know about it because like it's a dad movie. Okay. But yeah, they're like, they're like in space and it's just the two of them. And it's one of those things where it very well could be the father's alone and he's just hallucinating his daughter. Okay. But it also could be that, you know his family was out there and he lost his wife and all that kind of stuff. I've not actually seen the trailer. I'm just aware of it. Okay. But I don't know. I see, Apparently I can see a lot of reviews. Yeah. I, I can see a lot of like former twilight fans going to see this. And I can also see things. Uh, hold on. Let me, according to the IMDb, it's, it's listed as an adventure drama, horror mystery, sci-fi is all of the things that it takes okay. there. So, so it's it's got a lot of interesting things. I might actually see this. It depends on, you know, the reviews. I don't think I'd... I don't know if I'd necessarily invested in it and... Uh, 
fantasy movie league. fantasy movie league. I think obviously the the top one is between Hellboy, Hellboy and Missing, and Missing Link. Link. Yeah, with me leaning more towards Hellboy, depending on what else you can find fill into your bracket. Right. Um. Anything else coming out that week? Uh, I didn't put anything else down. Uh, okay. Uh, following week. Uh, so the following week we've got Disney Nature's Penguins. Okay. Uh, which is penguin documentary from Disney. Yeah, I've I don't think I've ever seen one of them, but I've I've heard nothing but good things. Because uh, was it like March of the Penguins them as well? No, maybe yes. Uh, like Disney Nature is a new thing. Okay. Um, they did the the monkey one, I think. Okay. Let me see here. What else did they have? Uh, there was the the pingu- the 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 panda one. The Disney Nature Born in China. There's Monkey Kingdom. Oh yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff they just have playing at the theater at Disneyland and Disney World. Yeah, like that's that's what I think of when I think of these kinds of movies. Right, like it's things. It's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm hot. I just want to go to a nice air conditioned place while you're at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, there's going to be a movie showing at their little IMAX theater. Oh, that sounds excellent, and it's going to be a good thing. You know, it's going to be well produced. Right. But, you know, it's just a thing to, like, get your kids to sit down and shut up. Maybe take a nap for an hour while you cool off and eat some popcorn. And then, um... I don't think you have it on there. The Curse of Lulorna? I don't know what that is. Uh, it's, it's a, uh... I think it's a supernatural story that takes place... it's it's something that's lit, uh, aimed more towards Hispanic or Latina or Latinx people. Okay. Like it's it's like uh, one of those like you know oh you eat all your vegetables or La Lorna I don't I'm definitely not pronouncing that right is is going to come and get you you know the boogeyman is going to come and get you. And it's one of those things where oh, okay. you know like oh, it's it has Linda Cardellini. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Linda Cardellini is? I don't think so. Well, I've got IMDb up. I could I could click on her name. Listen to me, click. And it'll say nailed her. Oh yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, she plays Velma. I'm a Velma yes. guy. I'm all about the Velma. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's 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 one of those things where I think that there are a lot of. Um, a lot of Hispanic people will go see this movie, you know, at eight o'clock at night with their kids. It's rated R. It doesn't doesn't <laughs> seem to stop them. It doesn't seem to stop them. No, seriously, I, I saw I saw people going to see Halloween. They had like a four year old kid, and it was like the ten o'clock showing. Like this is this is something that just that in my personal experience. Just like I yeah. I didn't remember the Blob when I was a kid. No, I. I went and saw a movie, and at my local theater, they were showing um, The Little Mermaid and Child's Play at the same, like in the same theater. And we went in too early, and it was the last bit of Child's Play. I'm still haunted by that. Right. I, 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 it's, still, it's still in my head. Me going to see that, and my parents taking me out of the theater real quick until they cleared out the theater. 
<laughs> so it, it does stick around. It sticks around. But anyway, um, this is something that I have experienced. They seem to take their little kids to see movies very late. And they're not necessarily appropriate, in my opinion. But, you know, teach their own. And then there's a Breakthrough, which is the one where the kid falls through the yes. ice and then he's under for like 15 minutes. And, you know, the people is... that you've seen in all these movies repeatedly because they don't have anything else to show for like PG movies. Yeah, PG yeah. Movies. Is this is this the same people that did God's Not Dead and Heaven is Real and all that? I don't know. Uh, I know it's a Disney film. Is it Disney? It is. Really? Oh, I'm disappointed in Disney. Because you'd think they'd be able to do a better movie. <laughs> like, I mean, and also it's starring Topher Grace is like the youth pastor. Just the trailers for this does not strike me as a good movie. Yeah. I realize people are going to go see this in droves just because. Yeah. It's one of those faith reaffir- I, uh, reaffirming movies. Of, uh, fantasy movie league. It's going to be a tricky one. I mean, this is one of those ones where, like, I was I was surprised with Unplanned. I was. I was taken uh, off guard by that. But apparently people go see those movies in droves. Um, they're just... I had one person who really tried to get me to see God's Not Dead a lot. They, that's all she talked about. Every time I talk about movies, she's like, but have you seen God, God's Not Dead? <laughs> no. I mean, and I'd suggest other, like, Christian-based movies that were better. Like, Heaven is Real... You know, things that have actually good acting in them and good writing. And, you know, it's just like, but have you seen God? No, I haven't, and I never will. <laughs> it's not a good movie. It's one of those things, like, I was always frustrated when I worked at the video store, and we had CDs and stuff. And people would come in, and they would just buy Christian albums. They didn't care about what the music was. It's like, you know, grandmas would come in and buy a Christian album. Because it's like, oh, this is what Billy wants and needs. Right. And it's the only kind of music that people will buy specifically for that reason. It just fits within this genre. And you can have people who try out different like metal and different rap and all this kinds of stuff. But people will be like, oh, this is just a Christian artist. I really like that. And it's the same thing for the movies. It's like, oh, this is a Christian movie. That doesn't make it a good movie. Right. It just makes it a movie. And to each their own. Everybody has their own tastes and everything. But the thing is, is that there are good Christian movies out there. There are things that are well done. They're well acted. They're well written. The, the cinematography is decent in them. You know... I, I can understand people seeing that, but these are just poor movies in general. They're just a fast, quick buck. And that's me getting off my soapbox and we can move <laughs> on. And the other movie I threw in for that week is uh, Drunk Parents. Uh, okay. It has uh, Sama Hayek, uh, Joe Manganiello, whatever, whatever his name is, and uh, Alec Baldwin. Um, two drunk Joe parents to hide Joe Manganiello. Okay. Mangine- it's, um, from, uh, uh, Magic Mike. Mangin, how do you say his name? I have no idea. Mangin, Manganiello? Manganiello? 
Manganillo. He's going to listen to our podcast and be all like, what the hell, guys? I mean, yeah, he might be our one listener in India who's doing a <laughs> film or something. He's like, oh, come on, guys. Wait, what's the name of this movie again? Uh, Drunk Parents. You've got IDB. ID, IDB? I have IDB, too. <laughs> uh, it's getting late. Yeah, uh... It's Manganiello. That sounds right. He was Sawyer in Lost. Was he? Yes, he was Sawyer in Lost. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was Sawyer in Lost. No, he wasn't. He was not Sawyer in Lost? No. Seriously? He looks like he was Sawyer in Lost. No, he was Brad on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. See, I've never seen Magic Mike, so right. I just saw this picture of this guy, and it's like, that looks like Sawyer from Lost. No. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Two different people, yeah. Yeah. Just his IMD picture, it looks a lot like the actor that plays Sawyer in Lost. a little in that picture. Yeah. It, you know, slightly longer hair, facial hair, brooding, chiseled, good looks. Very Much attractive. Much more man. muscly than Sawyer. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Okay, so drunk parents, good. Yeah, it seemed to have people that it might get put on fancy movie league. So I, I added it to the list of movies that come out yeah. that week. Fair enough. All right. Um, you didn't list Under the Silver Lake, For... which is an Andrew Garfield mystery movie. Uh, that's not in my list of. Movies that are coming out here. Yeah, right. it, it comes out the nineteenth. Um, it says the, the 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 blurb is Sam, intelligent but without purpose, finds a mysterious woman swimming in his apartment's pool one night. The next morning, she disappears. Sam sets off across L.A. to find her, and along the way, he uncovers a conspiracy far more bizarre. Okay. So yeah, it's it, it's like a mystery thing. It's also starring Topher Grace. So he's, you know, covering his bases. Yeah. They're all about people uh, underwater. Yeah, and people in the water, yeah. Like, both of the... The, the Topher Grace uh, movies are... The poster art. You, you, could, you could actually probably have them side by side. It's like, oh, there's a lot of movies about water. And actually, the Penguins thing, too. I'm sure there's a Penguins poster out there <laughs> of them swimming out of the water. It's, what's with the water? We're just getting ready for summer, I guess. We all want to go out swimming. Alright. I don't know. I'm interested to see what shows up for Fancy Movie Week that week. Yeah, I it's feel all like there's prices. gonna be like five crappy movies all like fifty bucks. I mean that could be the thing is that would make for the most interesting brackets and the biggest changes. Yeah. When it comes to ability to make up money. And quite frankly, the week after that is in game, so right, yeah, yeah. and I think that they'll probably break it up into hours. Maybe. <laughs> Like, you know, you go Friday from noon until 6, and then 6 until midnight. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Because it'll definitely be broken up into into a, a day-by-day thing. Yeah. And quite frankly, if you don't take Friday, you are ridiculous, because the Thursday night release on that, which carries over, mm-hmm. 
is going to be a huge thing. Like, so many theaters are sold out. Right. We haven't gotten our tickets yet. You're not seeing it Thursday night. Yeah, I don't know when we're seeing it. Like, you're not going to get good seats. That's definite. I'm seeing it Friday. So I'll live text you the entire time. Okay. Oh my god, Tony Stark! You're going to be like, oh my no! god, I have to pee. Like, That's two right. and a half, two and three quarters mo- hours into the movie. That's right. No, I'll have diarrhea and I'll miss the entire thing. <laughs> I have, I'm so excited, I have the shits. <laughs> I'm just going to wear a diaper. I'm going to preemptively <laughs> say that on a podcast. I'm wearing a diaper to Infinity War, or to Endgame. I'm not missing this thing. <laughs> All right. So let's let's get into what we're watching. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Wrap, 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 wrap it up. Oh, that that wrap I just did was lit. That's that's three. <laughs> I had forgotten all about that. I know, I know, I know, I know you had, and that's why I had to bring it back in. I'd actually forgotten about it too until this moment. It's like, oh, I've got two more to go. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about how some things I've seen has been really lit. Right. Okay. Uh, I've been watching more My Hero Academia. Yeah, I watched. Oh, that's another thing that I watched. I watched the movie uh, that takes place between season two and season three. I have not watched that yet. Um, it's all right. It's it's a bottle. It doesn't change anything. I didn't figure it would. That's why I haven't watched. Yep. Like there's there's a minor thing that might carry over into the third season, but yeah. And I went back to. Hulu and they don't have the dubbed version of it so I've I've not watched and actually they don't have on Hulu they don't have the beginning of the series because it's like I might as well go ahead and just watch some of it I could you know sit and watch a couple episodes without my phone or you know I could watch a subtitled movie and they actually don't have like the first 20 episodes Hmm. anymore yeah so it's one of those things where it's like well guess I'm not going to see this now (laughs) I'll wait until they come out with the dubbed um, but yeah, the, the movie was fine. Um, you en- are you enjoying it? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, we watched right. like three or four episodes today. Um, okay, we're on what you up to? Season three, uh, episode. Um, I want to say like sixteen, seventeen. Are you watching them dubbed? Yes. Okay. Cool. I have them dubbed. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll just leave it at that, you know. <laughs> you have them dubbed. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, the the movie was good, I, uh, so I am I am just one season away from being current. I actually signed up for a trial of uh, like uh, Funimation and Crunchyroll to see if there was something that Becca was interested in. And oh I yeah, she's do, looked at them. Do they have? Do they have dub stuff on Crunchyroll? I thought that was all subtitles. Uh, they do have some dub stuff on Crunchyroll. Um, okay. Like uh, there was there's a one that my boss recommended to me, uh, Bungo Stray Dogs. That's what it's called. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of that, so I might have to check that out. And um, it's about a group of detectives with superpowers. Um, okay. Uh, and their superpowers are all based on literary characters. Okay. 
So, kind of like uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but it's anime. Maybe, yeah. Anime detectives. Like, um, is one of them Sherlock Holmes? Because that's the only one they actually need. <laughs> no. Like, uh, a lot of them are are Japanese um, literature. So I'm not really okay. familiar with them. Okay, yeah. Uh, but, like, like uh, some of them... Like, there's, like, a Tom Sawyer one. Okay. And there's the... I guess there's, like, so a Gatsby the... one that gets more power by spending more money. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't think they read the whole book. Right? Money did not buy that man happiness. I don't know. Have you never read The Great Gatsby? I have. Okay. I just... I'm, it does I'm, not... I don't know that it does not end well like for you Jay. Need to be able to to hunt down criminals or whatever. Fair, fair enough. Keep that man away from a pool. Huh. There, the there's a main character who's like always trying to kill himself. <laughs> okay. Uh, what literary character is that? I don't know. I think it's I think it's one of the Japanese ones. Okay. Fair enough. It sounds like an interesting show. I might have to check that out. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I that was on Crunchyroll, and I I ripped that all from Crunchyroll, so I I have that. Yeah, you were telling me that you rip a lot of stuff from Crunchyroll <laughs> really easily. Um, uh, I watched uh, Teen Titans Go to the movies. Okay. With my kids. How was that? They like really that. enjoyed. They really enjoyed Teen Titans Go. See, I never have gotten into Teen Titans Go. Um, I watched the the animated run of Teen Titans, which is um, it was it, it's in the same animation style as like the Batman animated series, Superman animated series, like that style. Uh-huh. Um, and it's really good writing, really good, uh, really good story arcs and everything. And at some point, I think within the universe, they actually got sent to another universe. It's more like anime and kitty and jokey and like a lot of butt humor and fart humor. Okay. Like that's that's canon. Like they literally have been sent to another universe and they're stuck here. And that's the Teen Titans Go. It's the same voice actors. It's just different animation style, different comedy style, different writing style, different story arc. And Teen Titans Go to the movies, it's I mean I've not seen any of the other Teen Titans Go stuff, but it was a lot of fart and butt humor. Okay. My kids really liked it. My kids really liked it. <laughs> it was it was it was too much for me. It's 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 interesting to see like these big animated characters like Batman and Superman, um, like them being kind of silly, but it was a bit too much for me. Uh, it wasn't necessarily bad, but my kids really enjoyed it. They okay. laughed nonstop throughout the entire movie. So, complete sidebar here. Uh, what what age do you introduce the MCU to your kids? I mean, they're all PG thirteen, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so I would start probably somewhere around ten okay. and go from there. Like we're discussing, they have to wait probably another 
three or four years before we'll start introducing Harry Potter to them. Okay. If if that gives you like a thing, and once again, I'm a little bit more hesitant for anything live action. I I would probably let them watch some of the animated stuff. Like they've watched some of the like Spider Man animated series and some stuff like that. Um, but in general, uh, uh, somewhere around 10 is where I would consider introducing it to ZZ. And it's one of those, it's also one of those things where, because there's an age gap between of them of like three years. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard because you can't, I, I can't sit down and watch a movie with just one of them easily. That makes sense. And it's one of those things where it's like it's got to be appropriate enough for Violet as well. So, so what you're saying I mean, Zizi, is Zizi will be see it at a friend's house. Yeah, she will. She will more <laughs> than likely see these things at a at a friend's house, and we might sit down. I mean, as they get older, there there's probably going to be more times where it's just like the two of us. You know, Z, uh, Violet will have friends, and she'll go over to their house. It's like, hey, Zizi, do you want to watch a movie with me? Right, kind of a thing. Um, but we've talked about that. And also I think Sarah wants to read the books of like Harry Potter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I definitely don't want to introduce the comic books leading up to the MCU. Right. Um, but I don't know. And there's, there's some of them like, I don't know, like Ant-Man and Ant-Man and Wasp. I would let them watch that a lot sooner than like the first Iron Man. Right. And, um, just things along those lines um, of, I don't know, like I, like maybe even like the first Thor movie. They could probably watch that one fine. Mm-hmm. Like, like ZZ could probably, is probably old enough for all of those right now. Yeah, I get you. Um, but when it comes to like, you know, Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, and, uh, you know, Captain America and the Avengers movies and everything... I really don't know. Like, I don't ever begrudge people who let their like four year old kid see these movies. Um, I just don't personally think that it's appropriate for my kids, and it just really depends on their maturity level and how well they'll take this kind of stuff. Like, for example, Zizi's been reading a lot of like scary stories, telling the dark kind of a stuff. You know, R.L. Sign, mm-hmm. you know, young reader scary stories where it's about you know kids eating eyeballs instead of candy you know being tricked into stuff like that or you know there's a there's there's a goblin in the mailbox and things like that she's been reading that and she's been enjoying them but she's been actually getting up out of bed a lot more often lately about shadows in her room okay so it's things that are sticking with her a little bit more but yeah more than likely she'll end up seeing these things at a friend's house well before i intended to have her watch it right um, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably gauge it somewhere around 10 years old Okay, is when I'd be comfortable to go through the entire series. Um, but I do remember going to see civil war and I heard like a little kid crying when captain America and Bucky were wailing on iron man. Like he, he was physically crying because his heroes were beating up on each other. Mm-hmm. I, I could definitely see ZZ or violet doing that, especially if they've gotten attached to them over the, you know, series of watching the movies, you know, every couple weeks for a while. Cause also it's one of those things that we're not binging that stuff. Right. I had to yeah, wait. Yeah. I had to wait a decade for this stuff to come all the way through. They can wait a month or two. <laughs> I mean, it took us two years to watch 
um, to watch all of the Kung Fu Panda movies. Okay. I, I, I spaced that shit out. <laughs> oh, Daddy, can we watch that one? No, not for another four months. <laughs> Daddy's got his release schedule, and we're sticking to it. <laughs> all right, uh, what else have we watched? Um, I watched American Gods. I watched the first episode of season two. Was it good? Ah, no. Okay. Like, it wasn't great. I mean, they're at the House on the Rock. It's setting stuff up to happen later on in the season, I think. But it's definitely not one that I'd sell you to come back to it. Okay. Like, I can't like, believe watch... watching it like two or three times in the last two weeks. I just didn't. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that if you watch that episode, you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm right. I'm not going to come back to this. So I'm going to give it a few more episodes before I okay. finally say that. Are you um, watching with Sarah? I am, yeah. We watched we watched that with Sarah. Um, although it, it was actually kind of abrupt. We kind of both felt as though we missed something. I don't know if it's because it's been a while since we've seen it, like the the last season. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's one of those things like, it's, did we miss an episode? It was kind of jarring. Okay. They didn't do like a... A recap at the beginning? They did, and that's what confused us. Okay. It's like, I don't remember any of that happening. Okay. Um, let's see here. We both watched AP Bio. Yeah, and I have to say that I'm current on that. I watched Shakus just yesterday. I have not watched this Thursday's episode. Okay, so I'm an episode ahead of you. But the last episode I watched was genuinely funny and made us laugh, and we enjoyed it a lot. That's good. I can't remember what the episode was. Okay. What was the last episode you watched about? The last episode I watched was the the Top 100. Oh, yes. Yes, that was very, very funny. That was Jack being funny and entertaining and Helen wasn't too much mm-hmm. and it was it was a more subdued kind of a thing and uh Shaquille's is not as good as that episode but it at least is better than the first two episodes so we'll probably keep watching it at least for a few more episodes okay but but we we have not written it off That's if it wasn't for top 100 we wouldn't ri- we would have written it off we would not have watched this last episode Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, there's uh, Abby's. I've watched the first two episodes of it. the The first episode suffers from being very piloty. Yeah, I try never to judge by the first episode. The second episode's not bad. Okay, and this is about a woman who builds a bar in her backyard. Yes, she has a bar in her backyard, and um, what it is is, like, she's had a bar in her backyard for, like, three years, and then her landlord dies, and some guy shows up and is all like, what are you doing on my property? And uh, so then she has to, like, make nice with this guy to keep her bar. Okay, fair enough. so, like, they're trying to, like, let him fit in without changing the air, the the way the bar works. Okay. Uh, is this like a residential area? Is this one of yes. those things that he could just be like, okay. 
So he could just write out, just be like, this is not allowed. Yep. This is illegal. Yep. Okay. Um, um, and uh, it's actually filmed in front of a like an outside audience. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. So not only is it live studio, but it's shot on set in somebody's backyard. Yep. Okay, fair enough. Um, and like it's supposed to be like an homage to Cheers. Yeah, that's that's the kind of vibe that I've I've gotten from like the trailer and I've seen of it. It's 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 okay. Okay. Is it's, it? It's it's a Frimulon production. It's from the same people who do. Uh, okay. From the the good place. Like, yeah, the Good Place, Parks and Rec, and there's it's another the, one. The exact same companies that do the Good Place, though. Uh, like even like the the extra like supportive like production companies are all the same. Okay. Um. So is it is it CBS or is it NBC? Uh, it's NBC. Okay. Was Brooklyn Nine Nine also from Milan? Yes, it is. Okay, so that's the other one. That's yep. the other one. Yeah. Um, okay, so would you recommend that I pick it up right now? Just judging on the couple episodes that you've seen. I don't think you'd that's, like it. That's a no. That's a no. I, I, I'm not ready to sell it to you. Okay. Fair enough. It needs a couple more episodes that are good before I, I say you'll like it. Okay. Fair enough. I won't completely cut it out. I'm not going to seek it out either. Right. Um, I've actually finished a lot of series uh, this this last week. Okay. Uh, I finished Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and there was one episode. It was like the penultimate episode, uh, the second to last episode. It was really good. Like it's for people that had watched the entire series, and it's kind of like this twisted recap. Okay. And it was it was just fantastic. Um, the final episode was a little underwhelming in my opinion. There was a lot of loose ends that kind of got tied up in the last moment and a few that were like left down. Um, but in general it was good. We enjoyed it. And we actually went back and watched the first episode again and it was, it was good. Um, I watched, I, I watched the rest of season two of Dragon Prince and it was good. I wanted more. Mm-hmm. I was I was yep. expecting there to be more to it, and I was disappointed that oh, it's suggesting other stuff now, as opposed to binge more. Right. Um, I do think, and this is a bit of spoiler talk for Dragon Prince. I do think that uh, we have an unreliable narrator when it comes to the the human wizard dude. I can't remember his name. He's like the he's like the wizard oh, guy that the guy that told the story about yeah about what happened to the the queen and the uh-huh. two queens yeah, the three yeah. queens I guess I think he killed all three of them okay or he set it up so that the dragon would kill all three of them maybe like he he went back and they tried to rescue him and he pulled the coward's thing and like blocked off their retreat or pushed one of them off of their horse or I bet you he killed all of them because he said at one point, he said, I wasn't always the King's most trusted advisor. And he said that with a bit of spite right. in reference to the queen. And it's like, Oh, he killed her. He totally is going to kill her. 
And when he's telling that story and everything, it's just like, oh, he killed all three of them. He did not. He does not like the idea of this at all. He, he's going to kill all three of those. And I think that we have an unreliable narrator in that sense, and it's yeah. going to come out eventually right. that he is a villain through and through. Has always been a villain? Yeah, has always been. Like, he thinks that he's doing it in the best interest of everybody. And I think it's also... Is it obvious to you that the king's not dead? No. Okay. I think that he transferred the king's consciousness into the bird with that snake thingy. Okay. And that's why the king didn't say anything before he got killed by the the moon elves. I think it's because he literally was a bird brain at that moment. And they didn't care. and They just went in to kill him. Okay. And his body is dead. His blood was spilled. The pact okay. was filled. But there's a point where the bird escapes and flies away. And I think that it's the king. And he's going to come and find his son, the prince. And the prince can talk to animals. And he's going to be like, I'm the king, your father. Huh. And he's going to be like, what? Interesting. And I think that the series will end with him taking over the body of the bad wizard dude. I don't know about Maybe that. not. Maybe not. But he will get his body back and he will become the king once again. Huh. But, yeah. He, he had his consciousness trans- transported into the, the bird, his pet. And so the king is technically alive. His, his consciousness is alive, at least. Okay. And so, yeah, that's that's a thing. So, there you go. There's that. A lot of spoilers about Dragon Prince. And also, I finished Trill. Yeah. And it was good. Yeah. Um, it ended, I think, on an interesting note. And, I mean, obviously, it's going to get another season. Yeah. It's done really well. And Sarah really enjoyed it. She thoroughly enjoyed it. And... I just went into it expecting more of a black comedy. And it's definitely not a comedy. I mean, it's got some funny moments, but it is not a comedy. I wouldn't I wouldn't chuck it up as being that at all. So I just feel as though I went in expecting one thing and I got another. Right. But it definitely is good. Um let's see here. Beck has been um upset that She's like, I can't watch anything without you. Uh, so I've been all like, fine, you can watch this without me. And so I told her she could watch the Orville, since I'd given up. Okay. On it. And yeah. so I, I slept through an episode, and then I woke up and I watched a couple episodes, and and it's it's actually pretty good. Um, like the 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 story arcs are pretty good, and it's done. Pretty well. It's like it's like they 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 knew they had to pull in the Family Guy people with Seth MacFarlane. Okay. And tried to do that, and then they're like, okay, now we can shift to like actual Star Trek. More, more Star Trek. Mm-hmm. See, this is what I want them to do. This is what I've always wanted them to do. You is be able to, to pick just a start side with like season two. Hell, like season two, episode two. Okay, just go ahead and jump right into that. Yep. Fair enough. I might actually do that. Because the thing is, is that I'm fine with it being a stoner comedy taking place in space. And I'm also fine with it being kind of like a little bit more comedy version of Star Trek. Oh, You know, not, not you, quite Spaceballs, but... 
Did you see the episode where they were on the the ship, the alien ship, the, the where they were wearing like holograms? Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that one. Okay, you need to have seen that to understand. Yeah, there was there was a the point where season. it's like there was a point where they revealed themselves, and it's like, oh, that's going to come back to bite them. Yeah. So. Like oh no they were they were pointing where Earth was that's what they were doing. It's like I'm from right here. This is the galaxy that I'm from. The, the navigator or whatever. Oh, okay. He was pointing it out to a little kid, and I was like, oh, they're they're going to find out where all humans are from, and they're go- that's going to come back to bite you, buddy. But I'm not going to be around to watch it. Hmm. Okay, so yeah, I've I've seen that episode. Okay, I watched. I don't know, like six or seven episodes. I really can't remember. And you, you saw the episode where uh, the the doctor and her kids crash. That was like the I last think episode I, you saw, right? Yeah, that was. I think the last episode I saw, and it was a, it and was you, an okay you episode. You've seen that one as well. Okay, fair enough. Um, but, but you yeah, should be good to go into the second season. Okay, I might actually go ahead and jump into the season two, episode two, and see how it goes. And yeah, I'm fine with it either being a stoner comedy or um, a Spaceballs kind of style thing. But it's just, it's riding that line both ways, and it just wasn't good in either direction. Now it's and, it's more serious now, and it's good. Okay, good. I, I might actually check it back out. Um... And I then watched on the on the same line of shows that that I told Becca she could watch. Uh, well, I watched it with her. We we watched uh, like three episodes of Superstore this evening. Okay, uh, are you guys current on that? Yes. Okay, it's still pretty good. I watched I think the first season, something close to that, at least most of the first season, and it's okay. It just didn't draw me back in. Right, it's probably not your sort of show. I mean, I've been spoiled. I'm, I, I realized that, you know, the two main characters got together and apparently she's pregnant with his kid. Uh, not his kid. Not his kid. Okay, she's nope. pregnant with a kid. Yep. Okay. But anyway, I've, I've been spoiled in that sense that, you know, <laughs> just from trailers on Hulu. Gotcha. Like they advertise the crap out of that show. Um. But in general, like it's it, it seems funny enough. It's just one of those things where it's like there's other things out there that I feel as though I need to spend more time with. Um. Oh, but I watched uh, another movie. It's an animated Suicide Squad, and okay. it's the sequel to I can't remember the title of it, but this one's called Hell to Pay, and it takes place of the events after the first animated movie. So that's kind of confusing. Okay. But anyway, they're they're actually really good. Uh, DC's animated sector, and it's a rated. It's, I think it's a rated R animated series. Okay. And it is it is decent. Uh, the the first one was good, and the second one, which is Hell to Pay, is also good. Uh, like Deadshot is being voiced by, I think Christian Slater. Okay. And I can't remember who. Voices Amanda Waller. It might be Viola Davis. It's a good. She's a good actress. She's got a good voice. Um, but anyway, it's they're they're in general they're really good. Uh, they're they're well done. Um, I I highly recommend that you check those out. 
Um, but yeah, Hell to Pay was good. It's it's more uh, realistic, you know, Suicide Squad kind of stuff. Like it's just sending them into situations that are like black missions, you know, black ops mm-hmm. kind of a thing, as opposed to oh, you need to save the world, right? Kind of things like the movie did. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. There, uh, DC's animated stuff is leaps and bounds ahead of anything they've done on the big screen, in my opinion. Like, if they would just take the scripts for their animated stuff and just turn those into movies, I think they would have a lot better movies out there. Hmm. Um, Amanda Waller's Vanessa Williams. Vanessa, okay. She's really good, so it's not Viola Davis. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what else? I watched The Kid Who Would Be King. Yeah, how was that? It was not good. <laughs> Didn't, I'm not, I'm not too surprised. Like, we had talked about going to see it in the theaters when it came out, just because there wasn't a whole lot to see. Yeah. And, and we were afraid we were going to lose one of our tickets, but then they came out with the, the, the thing where it carries over one from the month to the next. And so yeah. we didn't lose our ticket in Cinemia. And I'm glad we didn't go see it in the theaters because it is. I would have taken a nap in the theater, just like I took a nap at home watching it. Yeah, like it didn't strike me as a good movie at all. Um, I mean, it had some bits that were okay, but it, it on the whole, it wasn't good. Um, like. The best part was them doing magic and the and Merlin doing like weird little hand gestures, like snapping, clapping, like, hand gestures. How, I, I I suspect that Sir Patrick Stewart wasn't in a lot of the movie. No, he's he's because uh, it's young Merlin for most of it, and then like he plays he's old Merlin. Yeah, I, I figured it was like one of those things. Like it just to prove that he's an old wizard. Yeah, in like a younger kid's form. He he's got like Benjamin Button syndrome or whatever. He he as he gets older, he gets younger. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, I didn't think that Patrick Stewart was in a lot of this movie just based on the production level yeah. and everything. It's like, oh, he he got a paycheck and he only had to work for one day. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's not the best movie. Okay, fair enough. Like, like, would you recommend it to, like, kids, I guess? I mean, the demographic, obviously, is, like, you know, kids. Middle schoolers? And, yeah, the like, the age, probably, like, 8 to 14 range. Yeah. And yeah, they'd probably like it. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I don't know. It felt a little long. Oh, for, like, a kid's movie? Yeah, maybe. Okay. But there, there's... Spoilers. Uh, there's a point where they, they nobody go cares. Nobody the cares. Underworld to kill Morgana, and they okay. they accomplish this, and they go and they throw the sword back into the lake, and then he goes home and then finds out that he didn't kill Morgana, 
that he just wounded her and that he had the the big battles coming the next day so like and the point where he goes to the underworld and kills Morgana that feels like where the movie should end and then okay and they should leave like, the leave the rest for the, the sequel the kids and 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 then preparing for that battle um i don't know it felt a little long okay i'm about I'm about to look and see how long that movie was let's see here 20 minutes <laughs> uh let's see why is this not telling me two hours it could have been like an hour and 40 i'd have been happy Okay, yeah, I think, I think most, I think most kids' movies should t- stick to the tight ninety. Yep. Like this podcast, right? We're we're at an hour forty five now, so maybe we should wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, it, that's tight. That's tight enough. <laughs> I mean, we're not looking for it to be, you know, like lit level tight. Uh huh. Lit level tight. But you know, we're 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 aiming for you know at least you know close to tight. <laughs> Yep. That's so not lit. In the episode is lit level toit. Lit, not lit, but toit. All right. Um, uh, but yeah, so you can find us at Media Monday Show at all of your favorite podcasting places. Uh, yep, and uh, Media Monday Show on Facebook and MediaMondayShow.com. Uh, email us at uh, gmail at Media Monday Show. That's backwards. <laughs> Media Monday uh, yeah. Show at gmail.com. Yeah, G- yeah, we, we own Gmail now. We've gotten that big. No, no. This podcast is going to blow up. That's not how that works. It's it's. I've added a Gmail email to our Media Monday Show. Gmail email. Uh, um, you can also see. find us at uh, Fantasy Movie League. Uh, the league is Media Monday Show, and the password is Gino, capital G-E-N-O. Yep. I'm sorry, it's a capital G, lowercase lower Eno. Lowercase Eno. Lowercase Eno. You never capitalize Eno. Nope. Never. All right. Uh, I guess we will catch you in two weeks. Yeah, see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs>